following is a podcast brought to you by East Co Calico Church at 4 Bunker Hill Road in Stevens, Pennsylvania, and is affiliated with the Church of the Brethren, dedicated to continuing the work of Jesus peaceably, simply, together. The love of Jesus filling every heart. Welcome to the Walk in Jesus podcast, where we discuss practical, actionable steps for walking with Jesus in a Christian life without confusion, hassle, or stress. I'm your host, Brett Swales, so let's get moving. To the churches in the United States of America. A friend of my wife had just heard my Christianity in a Polarizing World episode in the Walk in Jesus podcast series. When asked how she liked that particular episode, she replied emphatically, fantastic. My wife asked her about what it was that made Christianity in a polarizing world so alive to her. She said that just as it is in our church with politics, so it was becoming exactly the same in hers. It's funny because she is in a different denomination. If you haven't heard it, The podcast is all about how our political views are effectively taking Christ out of Christianity. You see, I want to talk about Jesus at my church, but it seems like any discussion of Jesus keeps getting reframed by opinion regarding the political climate of today. At my church, it seemed that only a select few were feeling my frustration. This friend of my wife continued her discussion and more. She told my wife the story of one of her church friends. It seems she had recently observed this friend of hers take a brief misstep or a stumble while walking out of the door of their own church. She turned around and for no apparent reason commented, you know what? If Joe Biden himself fell down on this pavement right here in front of me, I wouldn't help him up. I have to ask, what kind of a Christian witness is that to the world? I mean to say that if your sworn enemy slips and falls, should you laugh or just give them a little kick? What would Jesus do? Well, wasn't it Jesus who said that if your enemy strikes you on the cheek, then go and strike them on their cheek just a little bit harder? Of course not. I'm getting ahead of myself. A little background is in order here. After all, the school year has just started, and guess what is right around the corner? It's the midterm election cycle. True to form, the attack ads have already started. One political candidate is weak on immigration, weak on crime. The other candidate is unpredictable and a danger to democracy. And of course the news, or the infotainment industry, is running stories that seem to echo these political charges on both sides of the issues, depending, of course, on which news outlet you're watching. With all the staggering amounts of money being spent on advertising, the messages seem to never stop running. The result? People are really upset. Certainly, there is fear for the state, there is fear for the party, and there is fear for the country in general. Naturally, people who are ramped up bring their own political invective along with them back to the church. 
Now, I don't come to church to exchange political views or charges. I try to think about living a more Christian kind of life. Good luck with that. Remember Jesus? He is the one who said, My kingdom is not of this world. Jesus said things that changed the world. Mahatma Gandhi once told a visiting member of the Anglican Church, Jesus said to turn the other cheek, to walk the extra mile, and to love your enemy. You Christians taught us that. Gandhi's acts of nonviolence overcame the rule of the British Empire, the most powerful empire on earth. It took some 40 years. Jesus himself was tempted by the crowds and his disciples to take on the Roman Empire and to free the Jews from the Roman occupation and oppression. Oh, Jesus took on the Romans all right, but it was later on with his church. To him, the Romans were sinners in need of redemption, but he committed no acts of violence against them. The Romans, for their part, spilled Christian blood by the bucket, but Christ's nonviolence towards Rome, when considered along with the Roman policies of murdering Christians as a blood sport in the overflowing arenas, eventually resulted in such a Christian witness that it ultimately overcame Roman rule. In 313 A.D., Emperor Constantine decriminalized Christian worship in all of the Roman Empire, and on February 27th of the year 380 A.D., the Edict of Thessalonica ruled that the state religion of the entire Roman Empire was Christianity. Now, if nonviolence towards your enemies can work for Christians, it will certainly work for Hindus and Muslims too. Gandhi proved that to a point. President John Kennedy, it seems, refused to send massive numbers of American troops to Vietnam. He also refused to provide American air cover for CIA-trained anti-Castro Cuban soldiers at the surprise Bay of Pigs invasion in Cuba. And he refused all of his generals who unanimously wanted to bomb and invade Cuba when Russian nuclear missiles were discovered there, only 90 miles from American coastlines. But Kennedy saved the world with the United States Navy quarantine of Russian ships as they approached the blockade lines and who then somehow turned back for home. We later found, and I mean much later, that during this missile crisis, that Fidel Castro had had his finger on the button of Russian-made tactical nuclear weapons in Cuba should a single American boot touch the island. The Russians subsequently removed all of their nukes back to the Soviet Union. All of this was revealed relatively recently, around the year 2000. It was back then that former Secretary of Defense to John Kennedy, Robert McNamara, heard it all. They said upon examination that his whole face was seen to drain and turn white when he heard that intelligence report. 
He said, we are here today only by luck. He said it again in the documentary Fog of War. Interesting thing, this whole idea of peace, it is a remarkably fragile thing. Even as far back as the 1840s, the United States worried about peace with other nations. Indeed, future President Abraham Lincoln even spoke of it over 20 years before the 1860 presidential election. In Lincoln's Lyceum Address, which is excerpted here from 1838, Lincoln said, At what point shall we expect the approach of danger? By what means shall we fortify against it? Shall we expect some transatlantic military giant to step the ocean and crush us at a blow? Never. All the armies of Europe, Asia, and Africa combined with all the treasure of the earth, with Napoleon Bonaparte for a commander, could not by force take a drink from the Ohio River or make a track on the Blue Ridge Mountains in a trial of a thousand years. At what point, then, is the approach of danger to be expected? I answer, if it ever reaches us, it must spring up from amongst us. It cannot come from abroad. If destruction is our lot, we must ourselves be its author and finisher. As a nation of free men, we must live through all time or die by suicide. You know, peace starts with you. Now, if a Christian from a peace church could not help a fallen man because of his politics, what chance does world peace really have? What chance does American civil peace really have? If Christians loathe their enemies, hate their neighbors, and scorn those who do not believe exactly as we believe, then we are, as I see the issue, no longer the followers of Jesus in the light of the world. For if Christians loathe their enemies, hate their neighbors, and scorn those who do not believe exactly as we believe, then we have been goaded into this extreme position by the worldly and satanic forces of intolerance. It should be pointed out that it is we ourselves who have drunk deeply from the cup of bitter brew known as national politics and who chose thereby to ignore the Great Commission to make disciples of all nations, deciding instead to abhor our neighbors and to fight them all along the way over their choice of bumper stickers, yard signs, and political slogans that are only relevant up to the coming election day. But imagine, what is it we sound like to our visitors? It starts all over with the next news cycle. God have mercy on us for our ignorance. Is it any wonder that denominations are failing today? Politics and this infotainment industry are killing us quite effectively. For while some still talk politics, I say we need more of Jesus.
This podcast was brought to you by East Cocalico Church and is affiliated with the Church of the Brethren, dedicated to continuing the work of Jesus peacefully, simply, together. Christian Education Sundays at 9.30 a.m. with the worship services at 10.30 a.m. Phone us at 1-717-336-7616. The love of Jesus filling every heart. Thank you.